0: I have a present for you.
1: Oh. Oh, cool. Is that one of the <laughs> ones to get your hang- tangles out? Yeah. Oh, I will use that.
0: Try it. Try it now.
1: No, it's too tangled.
0: Oh, it's a hair... I got it when it- I got him a hairbrush, everybody.
1: Oh, are we recording? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> why do- Why would I give you a, a present off air?
1: <laughs> oh, so you just did it to, like, impress the listeners. Well, it's part oh, of
0: our cold opener. Such
1: a generous person. I, no, am,
0: no. I am, aren't I? It costs two Oh. <laughs>
1: I will. I will use it.
0: It's a tangle teaser.
1: I, I got that. Oh, but the audience didn't.
0: No, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. That's it. They're not here in our room with us. So maybe we should make this video. Ah, oh, but then I had to buy a whole bunch more of equipment, and then it will be like a whole thing.
1: Also, the world doesn't need to see my face. It's uh, fine.
0: Yeah, all this room. It's not the best.
1: I will say I haven't brushed my hair for three weeks, so okay. not the usual month. I. <laughs> I brushed my hair right and I was like okay it bled again so no! this time I'm never gonna let it i'm not I'm just not I'm not going down this road I'm gonna brush it every day mm. and then I didn't brush it that's the that's the story.
0: I, didn't, I I mean it does look like unbrushed but it doesn't look unbrushed at a point where you haven't unbrushed no, it, not brushed it for like
1: I a don't month. think it'll bleed this time
0: Welcome back to Journey into the Strange. I'm Kaz. And I'm Ralph. And today we're discussing Law of Attraction. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, we are. So the thing I think that's interesting about books... <laughs> yes, go on. ...is anything can be published, and it doesn't seem to be needed to be fact-checked at all. And I find that... This is unrelated to the episode. Oh, okay. But I find that fascinating. I thought that, that people can just say things... Hmm. As fact, and then assign names to them. They're mm-hmm. so completely out of context.
0: This does sound and, like it relates um, to the episode, if I wanted you. <laughs> and
1: it's, you know, and then it's published and then sells a million copies on Amazon. And I just, unrelated to the episode, find that fascinating. Unrelated.
0: Sure. If you say so. Um, so, what is Law of Attraction. Just get right into that. I'd say Law of Attraction, if you, you may have heard of it by another name, which is The Secret. Um, it is a, a new thought wave. That's probably a terrible way of saying it. it. It's a, what would you say it is? It's like a new age experiment of the mind. Oh. No, I don't think that's right either.
1: No. Um, it's, it's, I wrote it's, this
0: down earlier and I cannot remember what I fucking said.
1: <laughs> um, what I can tell it's a philosophy to help people get what they want.
0: Yes, that's exactly it. Well done. Um, yeah, I think I wrote down the Wikipedia definition of it. but It was like it was a new age way of thinking. Philosophy is probably a better way of putting it. Um, of, of thinking. And basically, at its very core... The idea is like, attract, like. That is the, the law of attraction. Like, attract, like. And that being transferred into reality means that if you think positive thoughts, positivity will come to you. And if you think negative thoughts, then negativity will come to you.
1: Yep. That is the basis of it. Mm. Um, so I... Do not well. What we should start by doing is saying our sources. Um, what did we read yes, about this?
0: Very true. I read the um the secret.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm now in on the secret.
0: Yeah, in, we all we both know the secret. The secret by Rowanda Byrne and Money and the Law of Attraction by Esther and Jerry Hicks. Those are my two sources. I also listened to a few uh clips from the Joe Rogan Experience. I know that he's problematic. He's not my favorite person either, but it was interesting to hear another perspective. And um, a few, I think that was it actually. I I didn't really do a lot of um, looking around on the internet for this one. I I kind of stuck to my, those sources and that was kind of it for me. This is probably because I know a lot about the law of attraction already because I have previously researched it.
1: Okay. So I'm curious So. Previously, before we started doing this podcast, what made you start researching it and what research did you do and what did you know about it before this current research and has your opinion on it changed from what you've researched?
0: So, that's so many questions. Um, so, I think that I, I can't remember. I kept hearing about the Law of Attraction And at first I thought it was some dating thing. I was kind of like, oh, how to make yourself really attractive. That's genuinely what I thought it was. So I was kind of like, oh, I, yeah, sure. I'll look into that. I want to be an attractive person. So (laughs) sounds up my street.
1: Not to sidetrack you, side track you mm. but at some point I really want to look into like red pill, black pill, blue pill in cells, and that whole philosophy. Yeah, and about dating and like the game and stuff like that. It's all horrible, but I would like to talk about it.
0: I I feel like it would make my skin crawl, but yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think my brother actually knows a lot about that sort of stuff, so I may need to pick his brains on that sort of thing as well. But um, but yeah. Um. In any case, yeah. So I um I thought it was like, oh, how to make yourself more attractive. So I was like, oh, well, fine. I'll have a look. And um, and I read this, I the secret originally, and I really didn't get on with it at first because I thought like, oh man, it's like, I I couldn't get over the sort of aspect of like your negativity attracts negativity. And like, if shit has happened to you, that's your fault. And that is why you're like this. Uh, And that's kind of, uh, and it's funny because obviously you're reading this for the first time. So maybe that was your gut reaction as well. And the first time yeah, that I read it, I didn't enjoy it because I was kind of like, I don't get this. I I don't understand. I feel like it's victim blamey. I feel like I, I didn't get on with it at all. But then I, I consume a hell of a lot of self-help books and so much about it is on the law of attraction. Like even to the point where they don't even mention the name law of attraction. I've actually started listening to another audio book this, uh, well, yesterday, actually. And she doesn't say law of attraction at all throughout the book or any kind of negative, positive influence. It's, you know, she mentions energy a couple of times, but it's not about the law of attraction. She doesn't mention that. But it basically is a law of attraction book. And um, I feel that that is a theme throughout a lot of self-help is the kind of energy, positive, positive thinking, attracting um, positive experiences towards you due to what you're thinking in your mind. Whether that's called law of attraction or not, that is definitely the theme of a lot of self-help books at the moment. So I've kind of been kind of going along with it. I discovered law of assumption as well, which is maybe for another episode, but it's it's kind of like a different spin on law of attraction. Um, it's a lot more to do with, um, just kind of different forms of affirmations and different forms of kind of placing yourself within the energy, I suppose. And I generally see myself as quite a positive person. So I do understand the, um, benefits of positive thinking. And I've kind of had that kind of knowledge from when I did that first research stored in the back of my brain. So when I started to do it again, this time I um, had all that knowledge. I was sort of building upon it. And I feel like that may or may not have served me because this time I feel like, oh, yeah, no, I understand this a lot more. And I was focusing a lot more on the positive aspects of it rather than the negative aspects, which is that I was focusing a lot more on the negative aspects before of it. So, yeah, that's my kind of roundup, my very rambly roundup of what I've known before to do with. You know, law of attraction. So,
1: can you say what the key tenants are at being so okay, so I should say the secret it's sort of like a book that professes itself to be the secret to I guess living a good life. Yeah. Um and it's been passed down like not passed down but ev- the all these like, great people down. like Shakespeare, mm. Albert Einstein, Buddha, sure. um these the
0: Dalai Lama
1: these wildly, you know, people who have all had great lives. I mean, as Shakespeare did lose his son and go into a into a psychiatric hospital, uh, and at the time, a mental oh, asylum.
0: But no one talks um, about that. But part. I,
1: I wonder how, like, the secret really. I wonder what part of that was positive thinking, and I wonder how Albert Einstein was, you know, utilising the secret when he went to his grave regretting inventing the nuclear bomb and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, these people, these um, famous people, they all know it, and it's um made their lives brilliant because, yeah. How Einstein lived a super happy life?
0: At least it's well with known. With World War II. Yeah, and lots of, uh, we've got lots of legacy, I guess you could say that.
1: Yeah. Um, anywho, so it's this thing for like living a successful and fulfilling life. Mm. Um, can we say what the core tenets of it are?
0: Um, When you say tenets, what do you mean by that?
1: Or uh, like principles? Principles, yeah. What's those things that make the building stand up? Foundations? No, pillars.
0: Columns. Yeah. Column pin,
1: pillars. Yeah. All yeah. of those things.
0: Yeah. So, did you listen? Did you read the secret, or did you listen to the audiobook film? I, I read it. So one thing I can definitely say, um, if anyone's going to go ahead and read it, I would probably opt for the audio version because it definitely it has like that kind of cinematic film esque about it there's lots of sound design it's very epic and when these people are saying all these quotes it's it's really it really does I can understand why people buy into it because it is very um dramatic and it it feels like oh wow this is like cinematic and awesome you know like I feel like my I can achieve anything and that's uh yeah obviously the point is trying to drive home is that you can achieve anything if you just think about it it's got a very high production value in it and it does make you it makes me buy into it when you hear something that awesome like you can achieve anything just think about it just think about it in the right way just think positive thoughts and you will be able to achieve it.
1: So you almost just touched on it, but what is thinking about it in the right way?
0: So this is something I probably more learned from the other book that I read by Darian Esker Hicks, um, which is also a completely another subject that I want to research as part of this podcast. But it's um, Esther channels the being called Abraham which is a collective being I think if I am um understanding it correctly and channeled beings is something that I would a hundred percent want to look into on this podcast because I don't know anything about it it sounds wild and I'm like wow that sounds cool then I want we're kind to kind of it.
1: looping back into chaos magic where it's like you can channel beings from like if you want to like channel superman you put like or, like, want to imbue the spirit of Superman into yourself, then you put Superman posters all around your wall. Mm. You, like, think about what Superman would do. You dress like Superman would, and then for, like, a moment his, like, essence is meant to in- enter you, and you're meant to, like, take away something from it. Yeah. But, yes, channeling being sounds like a good...
0: It does. Uh, it's not something that I've, like, done any research into before, so it's kind of, like, it sounds like something that we'd be interested in. But, Absolutely. Um. In any case, Um. yeah, so there's... The way of knowing that you're on the right path, which I think is something that's quite um, interweaved into the law of attraction. So the way that you know that you're doing the right thing or you're on the right path is your guidance system within you. So if you are doing a correct thing that's taking you down the correct path, then you um, you will feel good about it. You have good feelings. You have good positive feelings, which makes sense because if I'm doing something that I enjoy, I'm doing something that I feel like serves my, you know, higher being, I'm going to be like, yeah, I feel good about this. I have good positive emotion around it. However, if you're doing something like bad that, you know, is like draining and not good and not bringing you towards any of your goals or ambitions, then you're going to feel bad about it, which is your kind of, you to go, right I don't need to be doing this. I need to be doing more of the stuff that makes me feel good. So that's one of the sort of core foundations. But then,
1: like, what about? Okay, so fine, fine. You have an inner guidance system, but what about things like? I mean, my life essentially revolves around like overeating, <laughs> going out and drinking, watching porn, stuff like that. That all makes you feel. Good in the moment in the moment and then you feel bad about it a bit later and then a bit after that you're like oh, I really don't give a fuck so,
0: <laughs> wait. but then is is doing because I've had conversations with you like off mic and, and we've you know we've been friends for a long time and then you don't really want for much you know that no. kind of is your like you want to do that sort of thing and you know you've said that you just want to do that sort of thing so like why isn't that just leading you towards what you want to do.
1: I guess uh, I guess maybe the impotence is on me to want better things and not things that will so you know, that'll self destruct and die by the age of forty for something doing too much of. Mm.
0: But then that's the thing, like, again, you've never been someone who's like, I'm gonna live to ninety.
1: No, God no <laughs> When I was like fifteen, I was like, if I can make it to thirty <laughs> then that'll be fine. And anything past that is a surprise.
0: Oh, you've done that so well done <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, one year bonus baby um,
0: 30 plus hell yeah
1: yeah all right but you see my argument yeah no,
0: like and that's another thing that sort of like drives on from the fact it's called like inspired action so oh instead of going like i want to um play video games and eat chips for my entire existence then that is going to be something that i'm like okay yeah that's what i want to do but like i guarantee you that's not what you want to do with your entire life forever like even though i feel like sometimes like i i feel like that more often than not these days i'm just like fuck i just want to sit down um just loaf out and play pokemon forever
1: um, Sounds good.
0: It it does, but then I know ultimately that is not what I want to do with my life. Like I know at the end of the day, like that is actually not what I want to do. So in the end, you know, if I give, if I follow my inspired action, then I won't eventually be doing that with my life because that is something that I it is not serving my higher purpose and my greater power.
1: Okay, can I ask though? What I guess that is what I want to do with my life. Yeah. And when I get upset, it's because I know doing it doesn't allow me to have enough resources to do it, if that makes sense.
0: But then I guess Um, you're... And
1: I was going to say, like, do you look at it like that? Is it like,
0: Hmm.
1: I want to do this with my life, but I know I can't all the time because then I won't be able to do it at all because then like, my life will fall apart if I do it all the time. Or is it I don't want to do this because I don't find it ultimately soulfully fulfilling and that's why
0: I don't. It's interesting because I wonder if you won the lottery and you got all of the money so you never had to work again if you would like plonk yourself down and be like well this is me forever.
1: I I know the answer to this for me (laughs) Yeah? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'd be like,
0: <laughs> but then that's the thing. I guess only until that point will you know if that's actually what you want to do because like you might get up one day and be like, oh God, this is so boring. I want to do something else.
1: During the pandemic, I had six weeks off and I didn't leave the house. This was looking after my dad and I couldn't. Mm. And I just stayed downstairs and I played Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the happiest I have been since uni. So for like... 10 years, almost. I was like, oh, this is just amazing, sitting in my room playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. like,
0: fine. Like, you don't have but, to want more than that. No,
1: I think my point is, though, like, I know if I won the lottery, I wouldn't get bored of sitting around doing nothing.
0: <laughs> but, well, I then that, but then maybe that's it, then. Your guidance system is telling you, yes, that's what you want.
1: And it's not like I sit around and do... I have so many hobbies and so many things, like... I was, like, looking at... there's a doing this thing this year, where I'm trying to read, like, a book or two a week like, fiction book in, on top of this. So I'm really, like, all my time is being dedicated to reading. And I was looking at the amount of books I want to read. I was like, if I live to be 90, which I'm not going to, but if I do, <laughs> I won't. I've read all of these books. I just can't. And that's just reading novels. And then I was like looking at the list of comics, of comics that I own and desperately want to read. I was like, it'd take me a year just to get through reading all of these comics. And then I want to play video games. And I was like looking at like the three video games I bought that I'm probably never going to play. <laughs> and I was like, God, if I could just pack my job in, sit around and do like indulge in all these hobbies, I would be so much happier. Yeah. But I guess according to The Secret... The reason I'm not doing that is my damn negative thoughts that it's not possible. Damn that needing money.
0: But that's the thing. Like, I feel like, yeah, because you need money, you can't just doss around forever and no kind of amount of positive thinking is going to push you in that direction. However.
1: But that's, but the law of attraction says, if I just, if I live my life <laughs> like someone who can just sit around and read books all day, Then more sitting around and reading books will come to me. But I do live my life like someone who can sit around (laughs) and read books all day and it never no more ever comes because I get fucking dragged into work.
0: Yeah, well that's the thing. Maybe I mean I'm not I'm not an advocate for law of attraction in the way that it stands, because I do think there are like so many things that are wrong with it, and I definitely have my own opinion of it. But I do think there is something in it. And I mean ultimately that's what I want to do well. I wanna you know i want to have a passive income. I want to be able to quit my job, or at least some of it, and I want to be able to, yeah, get rounds of playing some of the games I haven't had an opportunity to play in the last like ten years that I've been working. But um But yeah, I mean I, I guess that's that, that's the whole thing of like inspired action is like okay, it's inspired action for you to have created this podcast because it was your idea in the first place.
1: Yeah, but that didn't come out of positive thinking. That came out of me being really hungover and miserable <laughs> and being like, God, I need something in my life to live for. But does it I wonder need- if Cass well, wants to do a podcast. I
0: guess that, like, does that not mean, though, that... Like, it, does, it doesn't have to come out of positive thinking. Yes, it's not, it does. No, no. It, no it doesn't. That's the entire
1: thing from The Secret. No! That if you have negative thoughts, a law of attraction attracts more negative thoughts, and then you get off your life path.
0: But then you had a positive thought, which is like, hey, I wonder if I can do a podcast with my friend... And then we decided to do it. And now you're thinking about doing more and more episodes. And here we are. That wasn't
1: a positive or negative thought. But then it that was just a it. drunken impulse.
0: But uh, the thoughts are not necessarily it. Your like attracts like. So by you doing this podcast, you are attracting more of this podcast towards you.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. The more you do something, the more it happens. But I don't yeah. know if that's like a great- <laughs> <laughs> a great spiritual. It's like, oh, if I go for a walk, I might take more footsteps than if. It's, I don't think that's a great spiritual realization of being like, if I do something, it will happen more if I keep doing it.
0: Well, but like, isn't that the whole thing? Is like, be consistent and just keep doing the same things over and over again.
1: No. No? No, because, like, okay, can I just. Right, I'm going to read you out something. So you said. That what it's saying is that you should do the right things over and over and over again, right? And it's not about thoughts; it's about
0: well, I mean, I think it's that, positive
1: that, actions. That's
0: not necessarily just a law of attraction. I think just being consistent in anything is always good to get towards the thing that you want to get to.
1: Which I one hundred percent agree with. Mm. But that's not what the law of attraction
0: okay. is stating. So, what do you think? Okay, t- tell me what the law so of attraction is. So, here's what it saying. says
1: about food okay. and weight gain. And I'm speaking as a morbidly obese person. So, I am. I know morbidly about.
0: Morbidly obese, Like, Yeah. No way. Oh,
1: yeah, I'd have to lose 100 pounds and I'd still be morbidly obese. 100 pounds? To still be morbidly obese.
0: I'm Brad, you annoyed. really don't look that bad. I know. I my... can't imagine what the listeners think. <laughs> like, the <laughs> image. <laughs> Yes. It's
1: not that bad. <laughs> but medically
0: speaking. Okay,
1: medically speaking. Okay, right, 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 okay, everyone shut up. Listeners, shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> guys. Right. The first thing you need to know is that if you focus on losing weight, you will attract back having to lo- lose more weight. So get having, lo- having to lose weight out of your mind. God, I can't read. You wouldn't believe I have an English degree. <laughs> it's the very reason why diets don't work. Because you are focused on losing weight, you must attract back continually having to lose weight. The second thing to know is that the condition of being overweight was created through your thought to it. To put it in the most basic terms, if someone is overweight, it came from thinking fat thoughts. Jesus Christ. Um, Whatever that person was aware aware of it or not, a person cannot think thin thoughts and be fat. Mm. It completely defies the law of attraction. So, like attracts like, that's the law of attraction. So, essentially, if I think I'm thin... I cannot be fat, according to this.
0: Yes, apparently.
1: But I am fat.
0: But you're not thinking thin thoughts, apparently.
1: Okay, fine, hold on. I'm going to go on. (laughs) But the people have been told they have a slow thyroid, a slow metabolism, or their body is size hereditary. Oh, fucking hell. I hate my Kindle. It's broken. It just skips back pages. Oh, Oh, whatever. You can't think fat thoughts. It's so stupid. Like...
0: (laughs) i I did laugh at that point in the book i was kind of like oh dear where have we gone (laughs) like the whole
1: idea that i'm fat because I, i thought food made you fat like everyone thinks food makes you fat that's why people don't overeat like oh my god yeah
0: but then isn't that an interesting thing though and i'm playing devil's advocate here so you know come at me But if we know something to be true because science has taught us that it is true, then wouldn't we believe that? So then wouldn't we say like, oh, yeah, well, I am eating five cheeseburgers a day, so obviously I'm going to be fat. But then if you decide, I mean, five cheeseburgers a day and they have, like, if you didn't understand the idea of a calorie and that it would make you fat, would that still make you fat? It's kind of like if if, if if a if a tree falls in a, in in a falls down, what's that saying? If a, if tree-, a tree
1: falls in a wood when anyone be and no one's around, would anyone hear it? That's- oh wait, no, shit.
0: <laughs> we can't do this.
1: <laughs> if a tree falls in a wood and no one's around, does it make a sound? Yes, that's it. That's exactly
0: it. Yeah. That's kind of my and I don't believe in this, obviously, but this is my like comeback on the law of attraction side of things. It's like if we if we don't know something to be true. How do we know it to be true?
1: Because it's... Okay, for many reasons. One, this is a weird thing to bring up, but people in Victorian times didn't know that sugar rot teeth and people who were rich ate lots of sugar because it made it seem that they were rich, and they got rotten teeth. Mm. Like, they didn't know that sugar rotted teeth, but it did, so they... So it did, because it did. It didn't (laughs) matter if they knew if it was true or not. Second, people for fucking ages didn't know asbestos caused cancer. It does, though, and that's why loads of people who worked with asbestos not knowing it was true got cancer.
0: That is a very good point.
1: Thirdly, when you're a child, you don't know what certain things like touching flame will hurt you, so you touch flame and it hurts you and you learn, Mm. except you don't know that so you're thinking in positive thought that it's not going to hurt me, but the flame still hurts you. There's so many things
0: (laughs) that disprove that. I agree. It's so stupid. You bring them up very well and concisely, and I agree with you. <laughs> like, oh,
1: <laughs> the thing in The Secret that really made me laugh was the bit
0: <laughs> it was like, oh,
1: so you think, if you think positive thoughts, nothing bad will happen to you, hmm. except, uh, but what about random people who get caught in, like, a fucking tragedy, like a uh, train derailing and killing millions of people? Well, it's because those people at some point acknowledged the possibility that they might be in an accident one day, and therefore their thoughts attracted like and like because mm. they acknowledged that possibility, so they all got like killed mm. so essentially, if you don't think positive thoughts and you get killed, that's your fault for not being positive enough
0: How dare you how dare you not be positive enough?
1: Every person I see in the grave I'm just going to be like, oh, well, it's they your fault for this." You acknowledged that death was a thing. That's it. And that you can't live forever, so you're dead now. That's
0: on you. Like, yeah. This is a great time to cut to an ad break. And I've never said this before, Ralph, but we're going to cut to an ad break right now. That's exciting. Isn't that not exciting?
1: Listeners just think positive thoughts about ads and they won't be annoying. Have <laughs> you ever seen that, like, Peter K sketch? I hate Peter K.
0: I don't I've heard the name but I don't really know him yeah what
1: oh welcome back or whatever
0: <laughs> sorry this has been the worst ad break ever we don't know what we're doing we have no idea ads well, ads. What we don't know I we
1: don't know. watch TV so I don't really watch ads we're, so. we're
0: new to this whole ads business we don't, we don't know what we're doing we don't know what we're doing at all anywho we were saying about law of attraction and some more problems are that oh no here um, we go <laughs> And at another point.
1: <laughs> okay, you, okay. Before we go into this, maybe we should say okay. So at the at the base, okay.
0: Yeah. Sorry So again, <laughs> what?
1: Okay, so if you were to read the secret, right? What would you take away from it that you would? Were- agree with and don't think is insane bullshit.
0: I'm glad you've asked, Ralph, because I actually had a Notion document about this very thing that I hadn't got up. So let me just dive into our podcast document and we'll figure that out.
1: Yeah, I wonder if Kaz is like, oh, Ralph can be a dick about things and then go on about why they're stupid for ages, like no. the Big Bang Theory. So I'm going to make a whole <laughs> document so I don't know how to deal with that.
0: No, I just have a whole document anyway. Okay, so things that I agree with with Law of Attraction... And the sort of, I guess, going back to sort of the foundations that you were talking about earlier. So goal setting. I do believe that setting a goal for your life in general or whatever you want to achieve, it's 100% needed and realistic for you to achieve that goal. If you don't have a goal, it's very hard for you to get there. It's going to take a long time to get somewhere where you don't know where that is. So I feel that goal setting whether that's in the form of visualisation or mood boards or visualisation boards or, you know, what, whatever kind of, like, thing that they describe in the secret. I feel that that is definitely needed to understand where people are going in life. Do you agree?
1: No, but fair but, enough. Uh,
0: why Why do you disagree? I'm interested. Um, Because
1: I don't... I think for a lot of people goes reveal themselves to people as they go along with their life. I think saying I must get here from here is very limiting. I think it boxes you into a corner. And I think people who don't say, I mean, maybe it works. I'm sure. No, not maybe. I'm sure it works for some people. But I mean, I think to say that you need to do this, I don't agree with. I think a lot of people can live their life and do their best in what issues and what tribulations and what successes come along. And they find their goals as they go. Um, they don't make goals, but they find the things that work and then they move towards those. Um, but to say, like, to say I'm going, I want to, you know, get better socks in a week. Um, oh. <laughs> I don't know, like some go. Like to say I want to make a £100,000. Right. And it's like, well, anything outside of that parameter is a failure. But what if you're someone who doesn't, like... I always thought I, one thing I wanted more than anything in the world was, like, a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm revealing how sad I am. But I was, like, one, I was, like, watching Sopranos on my phone while falling asleep a couple of nights ago. And I was like, I could not do this if I had a girlfriend. Like, I got the fan going a thousand, like... <laughs> Octaves is so loud, and then I got Tony Soprano being like, Oh, fucking mob, fucking you know, I'm gonna beat my wife, and blah blah blah. Um, and I was watching that on my phone, and it was like (laughs) one in the morning, and I was like, Oh, you know, this is great, this is how I want to live my life. And you're like, But you don't, if I if I stuck to anything outside of that goal of I want to be married by the time I'm 30, is a failure. But I haven't achieved that goal. But that doesn't mean my life is a failure, and it doesn't mean I should have set that goal. Like what you set is a goal is very naive because the journey is what matters. I think sometimes for some people, not everyone.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting that you see that anything outside of that would be a failure.
1: Yeah, because if you don't achieve, like if aren't I was... you
0: working to if something you really truly wanted, and like maybe you know if if you feel that having a girlfriend in this particular example would not be true to what you actually want then is isn't yeah then surely that doesn't necessarily mean that's what you want but what i'm trying to say but then i wouldn't say i
1: don't want a girlfriend i mean if like the perfect woman if a woman came along then you know i'd be open to it but then then you
0: won't be able to do your thing
1: exactly which is my point like setting goals is stupid because life is so constantly changing. I could be like, well, I don't want to go from because I want to do this, but then I do because of this. But if I set a goal, like we're always changing and what we need in that moment in time is always in flux.
0: Doesn't that mean that your goals can't change though?
1: But then what's the point of setting a goal if they change like as life happens to you?
0: I mean, I think it it depends on how your goals change. This is so highlighting what different people we are (laughs) (laughs) because I've set my goals at the beginning of the year and I've never been more focused on those goals before. And I feel like I'm making real headway towards them more than I e- I have ever in my entire life. But that's only because I've sat down and established what those goals are. Because before, like, yeah, like you said, I was very happy just to go with the flow. You know, like I, I didn't really care where I was going because I was like, well, I'm happy and I'm all right. And who cares? I didn't really have any goals. <laughs> And then at the beginning, and, and now I've I've decided, oh yeah, well I do actually want goals. I do have the things that I I want to aspire towards and I do want them to become a reality so I'm going to work actively towards them.
1: And I can understand that. I mean, I think we all have things we want to work towards but I think setting out a goal is very limiting of like, Why? Why is that? this must be a thing. Because like I say, like you change, you're always constantly in flux and what you might think you want one day you might grow as a person or shrink as a person and not want the next. And like maybe some goals we will, but I think like if you're a certain type of person, putting out goals puts you into a path. And then if you don't achieve that path or realize you don't want to be on it, then you're like, Oh Christ, I'm a failure because I set these goals and I'm not even close to them. Like by the time I was 30, I wanted to be, (laughs) there's a lot of things I wanted to be um, when I was 30 that I'm not. And you know, but that doesn't mean... that. That's because through a process of learning how rubbish I am, I was like, I'm not suited for these things. Um,
0: or did you even want them in the first place?
1: Yeah, or did I want them in the first place? Like, the more I get to know myself as I grow older, the more I realise mm-hmm. all I really, really at my heart of hearts want to do is sit around in spoons and read a book. Um,
0: but then isn't that a goal?
1: It is a goal, but you wouldn't... Like, but is not... <laughs> It's not a goal I would have ever thought to write down. And now the fact that I do it every day, I'm like.
0: But then you're living your life. You're living the goal that you want to achieve, which is awesome.
1: But I never knew I wanted to achieve that. I only mm. found that out by not really achieving any goals I had. But, but, then, but that makes you feel like a failure. So I think oh. for some people, it's easier just to be like, I'm going to live my life and what I feel I'm successful at, I'm going to go down that route rather than being like this. I have to achieve this.
0: yeah. I understand what you were saying. Like if you don't achieve goals then like you don't want to feel like a shitty person because of it.
1: And I also think they like they, they strap you in because like look at people who like look at some people who really wanted to be a doctor. Oh no, actually, look at my friend. Um, I won't name names. Hmm. Um, but her entire life she wanted to be a police officer. Uh police officer, police officer, police officer. That's all she ever wanted to do. And then as time went on uh, and the more she learned about being in the police, um, the more it didn't seem that like that was an ideal goal because of racism, sexism, corruption. The fact that she was a massive Doctor Who fan, classic Doctor Who too. Like nobody likes classic Doctor Who. Like that makes you fucking nerdy. Um, <laughs> and was into non-stop live some weird Frisbee sport that I didn't really listen to her about. Um, but she is still her goal. And, like, she did work towards it, and she achieved it. And it was awful. And, mm. like, but that was her goal. That was what she set, and she couldn't stop working towards it because you've got to achieve your goal. But, like, as the information came out more and more, you're like, well, anyone can see this. is like, But you still got to achieve it because it's a goal. And it's like, why not live your life? Like, it just stucks you into, like, a path I that I think you can almost be blinded by.
0: I'm not sure that's so true. I mean, I guess it depends on the kind of person you are. If you were, like, dogged to follow a certain goal until you die... Then, yeah, like, sure. But I'd like to think that as humans, we are more fluid than that. So I, was... I, can, I can say, like, oh, I want to achieve. I mean, so my goals at the moment are to lose weight to a certain extent, are to make a certain amount of money on my side hustle, and to eventually from that work three days a week at my real job. Real job. Nine to five. But um and that those are things that I am going towards. But then if I have some sort of revelation, I'm like, actually, um maybe I do achieve one of the goals, maybe I achieve like, you know, getting all, you know, this extra passive income. But then I'm like, oh, actually, I really believe in the company that I'm working for. And I don't want to go part-time. I actually want to stay full-time so that I can do the best job that I possibly can. You know, whether that will happen or not is a completely different um, you know, hypothesis, but what we're going with in this scenario. It doesn't mean that I can't pivot, you know? And I think that's the whole thing with with humans and with being able to set goals is that we can pivot them as well.
1: But then I guess my point would be like, what's the point in having goals if you like that you can change them as easily as the tide changes in an ocean?
0: But then why not? Because you're always working towards something, whether that be something that you've set this week or a year ago. Does it matter not that you're working towards something?
1: I can understand that, but I also... Okay, I'm just going around in circles. But yes, that is a fair point.
0: <laughs> I think we both got fair points. Okay. For well, and against.
1: What was the other next thing you thought was a good thing for Man, the season? this was bit? a <laughs> very
0: long um, <laughs> side <laughs> aside on this one thing. Uh, Visualisation. So... It has been proven that the brain does not know the difference between real life and visualization. So if I say that I am going to think about doing something, it uh, creates this neuro paraphrase in my brain, which allows me to think that, that that is possible. And a great example of this is I forget the name of the guy, but he was in prison for a very long time in a... um. I think, a Vietnam prisoner of war camp. And he went to his happy place every day and visualized himself playing golf. However, um, he hadn't, you know, played golf in a very long time because he'd been in the war and he was, you know, stuck in a cell for a very long time. He just visualized himself going back and playing golf again and again and again. And then when he finally was freed, he then uh, went to a golf and then he uh, did the best golf match of his entire life. And a lot of people said, oh, it's just beginner's luck. But he said, I haven't, you know, played golf in such a long time, in like seven years, but he visualized it. And it's because the brain can't determine the difference between um, what you're doing in reality and what you're visualizing. So I think visualization is definitely one of the core principles of law of attraction. And I do actually think that there is merit to visualization because again, it's one of those things that a lot of people talk about. And I feel that I feel I feel that visualizing your goals and how to get to them is um is a good thing to do because it sort of uh informs your subconscious that you want to get to this particular thing and that it's possible not that it's a fairy tale.
1: Okay, counterpoint. Right. Um like years back me and my friend again I won't name names um like the two weeks before I beat him I think 7 times in a row on Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> um and i like he's much better at video games than i am and i was so happy about that and like we had set a date to meet up and get drunk two weeks later and then go out for the night but that's not relevant um and i was so excited to go back and play that game and i like the entire two weeks i was like "Ooh, i'm gonna do this and this and this and i'm gonna win this way and this way and this way and then he completely stomped me because he spent two weeks practicing what a cunt!
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: visualized that so hard and I really believed in it too. Why must my visions die.
0: Maybe visualization doesn't add up to actual practice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which is I think maybe touching on why I don't like the secret is the idea where it's like, you don't have to work. Like if you want to lose weight, don't don't think about like if you think about losing weight as work, then that'll attract Yeah more like so all you have to do is just imagine that you're a thin person and live life like you're a thin person and it will come to you and it's like i just i don't think that's true
0: yeah uh, it's it's interesting isn't it because
1: also you can attest to this i used to be super positive and like upbeat years ago i'm not
0: ten, sure that's true 10
1: years ago at uni i was like super optimistic about the world like ooh, love and no slim pickings I think, like, you phase. used to have
0: that portrayal. Why don't I think you actually you actually felt like that did you? But that's
1: the trick, isn't it though? Because I tried my best to think like that.
0: Uh.
1: And life is meant to attract like and I really did try my best to believe that every day and I would say life beat me down <laughs> to the point where like but that I was trying my hardest to think about that and I was trying my best to live my life like that. So why did not like I thought it was going to be more successful than I am job-wise now. So why did that not come to me? I don't understand secret. I know you, you're yeah, not a I secret don't to me.
0: I secret. <laughs> I mean, there's so many reasons why that could possibly be, like, secret, related or not related, you know? Kind
1: of. But according to this, all I had to do was think positively.
0: But you're not thinking positively.
1: But I was. You just said I you did. Went. But I used to.
0: So it's interesting. That's... That's another thing.
1: Wait, what's the next one?
0: Abundance mindset. So thinking that there is a lot that is to be gained and a lot that is to be earned and don't have any limiting beliefs, which is uh, another one of my points, actually, rejecting limiting.
1: I don't really have an argument for those two. That seems reasonable. Yeah. Like you should believe that you can achieve wild even if you don't. It doesn't mean... Matter so long as you believe you can. Yeah. I, I don't really see why that would be a bad thing.
0: One of my points on this is that I have a little side hustle selling assets to streamers. So little like thing transitions and like overlays and stuff that they can use on Twitch and things like that.
1: And you also have like an Etsy shop. Is that the same?
0: Thing? Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I sell them in Etsy.
1: You know, we should really put like a link on that.
0: Oh, I'm not going to do that. Nah, no, that's but... blending too much, man. <laughs> but anyway, I have this little Etsy shop and uh and it sells like you know my graphics that i've made essentially and like motion graphics that i made in after effects and i sell them online and um and at first i kind of i mean and I, I still think i have slight limiting beliefs around this sort of thing because i'm kind of like there's only like 20 streamers in the world who would want my things and and i'm believing obviously that it's not true there are thousands and millions of streamers out there who are like ready and willing to buy the things I sell. But I was very much before in the mindset of like, oh, there's only like 10 people. And then even if I sell to like 200 people, how many more streamers could there be after that? You know, I've sold to to all 200 of them. But there's like
1: billions of streamers. Literally. And they're all terrible.
0: And that is why um, it is good to have an abundance mindset that there is... Unlimited amounts of people that you would sell for. I mean, I only get like, I think 150 views per day. And I'm thinking, that's like 150 streamer views. People might not even be streamers yet, but those are streamers that I am serving every day. And a few of them buy, which is really nice. More than Chris
1: ever got with his fucking streaming that has to like. <laughs> Two weeks
0: but that's the thing it's kind of like there are so many people out there who are like you know whether they stream for the long term or whether they stream for the short term you know there's there are people out there ready ready to buy stuff and um and and that is a kind of like an idea uh, an example of an abundance mindset because it's it's saying that instead of like oh wow, I've sold to all. 300 200 people who want to buy my stuff like what could i possibly do after this type of thing it's like no there's endless possibilities there's also, so you know, many streamers out there
1: they might want to buy your stuff again but different stuff
0: a lot of people have done that yeah, yeah it's not like go.
1: someone goes to five guys for the first time in their life and then has it and then it's like well i am never going back there that's
0: done <laughs> unless they decided it was disgusting
1: yeah do kind of playing that on my stomach being upset all today
0: uh the next thing that i have to talk about is um inspired action so i think we've kind of talked touched on that yeah, yeah. before it's kind of like being able to do things that you want to do because you feel that that it it will serve your higher purpose so instead of saying like i'm gonna sit on the sofa all day and do nothing i'm gonna be like no i'm gonna start a podcast because i want to do that instead Fair enough. Yep.
1: although once again i will say that I did not come from positive thinking it yes it does no, that's it the whole doesn't. thing that is of action that no, i understand because you just want, a, you l- were like
0: i want to start a podcast and then podcasty things came to you doesn't matter whether it came out from a hangover or not
1: but i would say if the podcast is a positive thing yes. that was born out of a hangover mm. the hangover is a negative thing and more negative things are meant to come to you from hangovers so why did a positive thing come to me from the hangover
0: Because maybe The Hangover taught you that you wanted to have more than The Hangover.
1: But there is no teaching. It's just like attracts like. So by that logic... Yeah,
0: I mean, in fairness, yeah, you're true. But I don't... Like I said before, and I feel like we're getting very much to the point now where I don't actually believe in Law of Attraction as it stands. Yes, that's right. And I feel like these are things that do... I feel that there is something to Law of Attraction.
1: Okay, so I will say, I think at the very base... If you're negative about everything, your life's probably going to be shit. Mm. Possibly. I agree. Um,
0: if, you're, if you're trying to find the bad and everything, you will find it.
1: Yes. I very much don't agree that positive thinking is all you need to achieve things.
0: However, if you do look for the good things in things, then I do think you will find it. I think you
1: can, yeah. to a degree. But I, th- I think trying to make yourself find the good things and not be at all negative is very dangerous
0: i i agree like that is something that you know that's one of the two things that i strongly disagree with the law of attraction is that one is everything that negative has happened to you is your fault
1: yeah because you had negative thoughts that so you attracted them
0: exactly i don't believe that you know i feel that's very victim blame me i don't feel that that happens to everyone i don't feel that everyone who has bad things happen to them, deserves it. And that's not true. No one deserves bad things that happen to them.
1: No, and I don't think they bring it on themselves either from having negative thoughts.
0: No, me neither. I think that's bullshit. I think that's absolute bullshit.
1: And I think if now that I've known the secret, if I go through my life practicing this and I try every single day to have positive thoughts about everything and just imagine like if I wake up and I'm like, I wake up and I'm going to say today's going to be great. And then I'm gonna be like wandering through and be like, tra la 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 la. Um, I'm not gonna get sick because I don't believe in being sick. I'm not gonna have a bad day because <laughs> I don't believe in this because all my thoughts are positive, and I'm gonna get a girlfriend and every single woman is gonna love me. Blah 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 Shit will still happen to me. Like it happens to everyone. I don't this is one this is the key one of the key things I I really hated about the secret is where it's like, we live in a loving universe. No, we fucking don't like (laughs) wars and misery and untold horror have been over. Like we live in a universe where spiders get things in the webs and lay their babies in them so they can eat their way out. We live in a universe where (laughs) uh, like a praying mantis can eat a fly and maggots sprout everywhere. We live in a universe where Back in the fucking 1300s, with no fault of anyone's own, there was, like, a black plague that ravaged the world and boils and pox and misery was going on for, like, a century. Like, and I'm not saying we live in an uncaring, horrible universe, but we live in a universe where shit happens and then, you know, sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. Uh, But, like, the idea that is, like, Albert Einstein was like, we live in a lovely, caring... And I know, like, we don't. We just don't. And... (laughs) than to be like, you just have to rely on the universe. I really hate that philosophy. I really hate that ideology. You believe in yourself, and the idea that you can just believe in a universe that loves you is the way people get brought to madness, because they're like, I'm doing everything that the universe wants. I'm thinking positive, but things aren't going my way. Why aren't I, why isn't it? Why is the universe not loving me? Because I've been told it's a loving universe. If you think positive and it's because it's bullshit and like it, it drives people to insanity. It's like the same reason, like Christian, maybe cut this. Christians go insane when they pray to God every day. And then like, they still lose their son to tuberculosis back in like the fucking 1700s, you know? Like, It's because, like, you're putting your faith in this thing that doesn't exist, in my opinion. And I can only speak for my opinion.
0: Um, Oh, man. Yeah. I forget
1: why I got into that.
0: I think it's, like, one of those things, though. Because you can can see it so dark and so that we've come from such a dark, horrible past. Or you can... But I'm sure people thought
1: positively back in that dark, horrible past. Really? Like, not during it. I'm sure, like, before the Black Plague, people weren't wondering about being like, gee, hope I don't die of boils. Not boils. Swelling. (laughs) They were probably thinking, like, oh, God loves me because I go to church every day. Oh, no, now I'm dying. Mm. Some of them might have been.
0: Probably. But then I guess it's all perspective as well. Because at the end of the day, like horrible things can happen to you, but you can still power through them. And you can still come out a mended person on the other side.
1: But your responsibility, if you don't manage that, should there be a book being like, well, you thought negatively about these horrible things and so now more negative things are going to happen to you. And I that's do, the
0: I do think that's the other thing that I don't like about The Secret is that it does enforce this kind of like force positivity kind of aspect of things where you don't really get a choice. And instead of... So say, saying I have, you know, it, it, it's like you have to think good about this. Like, I don't have an opinion on this because I have to think positively about it. Even if you don't feel positively about it on the inside, you have to on the outside and you have to appear like you're positive about it. And I feel that that can be the real downfall and things. It's the kind of fake positivity aspect of it. When actually I think that you can go through great hardship yet still be positive about it, but not in a way that's kind of like, oh my God, everything's amazing. Ha, 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 ha. But like, just be grateful for the things that you have. That's one of the foundations that I didn't write down actually was gratitude.
1: That is a good one, one I would agree with.
0: Yeah. So being grateful for what you have, being grateful for like, you know, just the small things like the air you breathe and the water that we have and that we're not, you know, in some part of the world where these things are not available to us. And, um, you know, just being grateful for all the little things that we have. But I do think the sort of like forced positivity aspect of it is is a negative thing that comes from this particular practice of law of attraction. Because you can't be positive all of the time because that will be fake. Because shit happens and you can't be positive all of the time. That's just not, that's not realistic, you know. And I feel that if you're
1: but I feel like the law of attraction says that if you think positive all of the time, shit won't happen to you. And that's
0: basically that what it says. Sort yeah. of my
1: point about the uncaring universe God thing is that I feel that's such a dangerous mindset to get into because when shit does happen to you, then you're gonna be like, Well, what where did I think negative? And you're not you're gonna blame yourself for that because you're gonna be like, Oh, there must have been a moment where I thought negatively and I allowed this stuff in.
0: Yeah.
1: And to me, that's a really horrible, damaging thing to put into people's minds. And I know a lot of people believe in this. Yeah. So people uh, aren't going to be like, "Well, shit happened to me," because shit happens to everyone. They're going to be like, "It shouldn't," because I'm meant to think positive. So positive things are only meant to happen to me. Mm-hmm. So I must have, I must have been the flaw, me. Like, and yeah. then go wrong and blame themselves, and then and like,
0: then it spirals again. And then, and then by law of attraction, yeah. more shit comes to them, and they'll keep thinking <laughs> that.
1: And I think that's so horrible.
0: Yeah. I agree. Like I don't I don't think like, obviously like everything that is bad happens to be because of their thoughts. I mean that's just silly.
1: And I'd also like this isn't as heavy, but I'd also say like the idea that something positive can't come from a negative. Like like great works of art have been created from abject depression. Yeah. Like my favourite band's The National. Um well no, God no, they're not my favourite band. A band I really <laughs> like is The National they're depressing as fuck and like oh like if you go to like david bowie like his last album was he was dying and like he knew he was dying and then he released this amazing ethereal otherworldly piece of work but if law of attraction is a thing he was making that from negative thoughts fear of dying blah 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 like so he was only should be attracting negative things so he should have released a really negative piece of work Mm. but if you don't if you don't allow those human feelings of fear and misery and depression and melancholy into your life. You can only be half a human being because these are things we all live with or people around us live with. And you can make things out of them and you can grow from them and you can move from those things and you can grow as a person from going through them. And to say I won't allow them into my thinking because all I can think is good you're you're never gonna grow. You're never gonna change. You're never gonna go through hardships, and I I don't like that way of thinking. Personally, this is just all I can say is my opinion on what I read, which was the secret.
0: No, I agree. I agree that there's so much to be learned from hardship, and to reject all hardship is to reject that to whole be- half of you.
1: And to be scared of feeling hardship because you're scared of bringing in more hardship, or to be scared of feeling pain because you're scared of being, bringing in more pain, that's dangerous to me. That's miserable because to feel pain is to be human. Otherwise, you're just, yeah, like I say, half a human. And to like try and not think about that because like everyone goes through things I don't care, I don't believe, I guess... I, I guess I so strongly don't believe in this. I believe everyone struggles. (laughs) I don't believe in the amount of positive thinking matters. I just and I do believe you can you can not let yourself be overwhelmed by negativity and try and find the bright side and things. But I think the idea that if you only think positives, only positive things will happen to you, I just I fundamentally do not believe in. So it's hard for me to really take this seriously. But I would say if I was someone who practiced this, my dad's ninety one. He's gonna die someday no matter how much i don't believe it or i don't think about it or i don't think about death like it will happen it just will and then if i was like well i can't i can't focus on the pain of this because it'll just attract more death so i'm not gonna like experience that like <laughs> it's just you're never gonna grow you're never gonna change that way the only way we change is through hardship i i believe so i feel like this book is like almost being like Oh, you know, live life like a five-year-old kid where you believe everything's going to be fine all the fucking time. And, like, five-year-old kids are monsters, though. They're <laughs> psychopaths <laughs> and selfish and self-centred and make people around the miserable because they can't empathise.
0: I agree. Yes,
1: yeah, I... And I yeah, am done.
0: <laughs> but, no, I... I agree with everything you, that you say in that because I do believe that we do definitely have to go through hard fi- hardships. But then... I do think that some people focus so much on the negative sometimes that it does counteract their experience of trying to find anything positive. I agree with that. Yeah. I I, I didn't and I think it was a a quote that I've read from um the charisma myth. Um by Olivia Olivia Fox Carabane. Cabane.
1: Is a cool last name.
0: Olivia Fox Carabane. Um, I like this book. So does my brother. He's a, a he actually recommended it to me in the first place. But there was a passage from it, which really stuck with me, which is... And it I think I've told you this before when we were at the pub, but it was if someone cuts in front of you in traffic, you could be like, oh my God, what a dick. Why the fuck did you do that? I'm so angry. And you could be angry for the rest of the day about why this guy cut you up in traffic. Or you could choose to believe that, oh, this guy has a wife in the car and she's having a baby right now and she needs to go to hospital like you know this you know this has to be done like he has to cut you up because this is the only way he's going to get to hospital on time and and in a way you can say well that's fantasy that's obviously not happening right now and right here but if it only affects you and if you're the only person to believe it then why not believe it if that's going to make your worldview better? If you're not going to allow this guy to have cut you up in traffic because he was having his newborn born in the car right that second, why would you not allow that to be rather than this dick just cut you up in traffic? You know, I'd rather believe the positive aspect of that, even if it might not be realistic because it's not going to... The unrealistic version of that is going to serve me better than the realistic version of that. And although that might be a silly thing to believe, I believe that that makes my world more positive and therefore my experience of the world more positive. So why not carry on in that direction?
1: I I 100% agree with that. Um, Okay, so I have a coincidence here. (laughs) It's not the exact same thing, but it's sort of similar to what you're saying i remember it's one of the really really early not early mummies, it's probably about eight but it's one of the times i really like i noticed a fundamental shift in my philosophy not that i would think about that, those words and i was like "Ooh, wrestling <laughs> i like the bits where women are there and i don't know why um and anyway but i was in the car with my dad um oh damn it um I was in the car with my dad and we were driving along the, some new forest road and it was like, I think the sun was setting. It was about five o'clock. We were going to go visit some person, probably. Why not? And like, we were like driving over this like hill and we could like see these valleys and these crests and these forests below. And it it was one of the, I remember it was probably one of the first times when I was young where I was like, oh man, the scenery's like this world is beautiful like look at this abundance of nature that we live in i'm living in the new forest and the amount of it and the way it stretches on and there was a dead like fox by on like ahead of us in the motorway because we're on some not motor i don't know a road yeah. yeah yeah a road and my dad was like "Oh, fucking life like look at that look at that dead body like look at it lying there fucking humans we're all fucking diseased should be all killed like like just imagine let's look at it Ralph look at it and I was like I don't want to look at this like Mm -hmm. it's horrible I want to look at like the sky like it's so beautiful like the way the reds and like merge into pinks and then into white as the sun sets and I was like why would you just focus on this horrible thing I acknowledge it's there like I acknowledge that this happens in the world. Why would I just stare at it when everything else is happening around me all at this time where it's so much more than this? And it's not the same thing because that what your thing is talking about is a matter of belief. I still think there's a way of you can like take like you can believe in things. Or you can just admit, like with the car example, you don't know why they were in such a rush. And maybe you just don't have to focus on it when you can focus on something else. Yeah. Something like beauty all around us like the night sky or anything
0: i agree i, I think they're kind of the same thing it's, it's just what you focus on it's just whether you focus on the negative aspects of that or the positive as- aspects. so your thing was like i don't want to f- focus on the box i want to focus on the world like how beautiful it is and how amazing that it is that we exist in this land right now and i think that's really nice
1: yeah. Then I said that to my dad, and he's like, all right, I'm going to kick you out of the car, and you can walk home. But, <laughs> anyway.
0: One sec. How's your hairbrush working out for you? Uh, well,
1: I can get through a single tangle.
0: Oh, no, do it again. Why do you slam it into your head, you weirdo?
1: <laughs> I you meant to get it, like, deep Just into the tangles. No, don't, don't, don't get it. Deep. No. No,
0: let me do it. No. Let me do you it. You
1: can't get through the tangles. Oh yeah.
0: to, like... Outer no, layer. that doesn't... Like, you've got to get brush through the outer layer and then, like, brush into it as you go. No, that
1: doesn't work. You have to it attack... It does. I
0: totally <laughs> can tell you it. Have have atta-
1: <laughs> you have to attack the problem from the root.
0: No, don't slam it. You're literally slamming it into your head and, and tugging then... it down. That is not how hair brushing works.
1: I'd agree to disagree.
0: I right, will disagree with you because it looks painful. No wonder your hair bleeds if you're doing it like that. Yeah. Agreed. Just uh, gently, gently, gently from the outer layers work in.
1: No. Yes. Outers work out. Oh my goodness!
0: Oh my goodness! This this brush has not achieved anything. It will. Will it?
1: Uh, Well, I only have this one, so it's (laughs) got to do something.
0: The only one you have now, so good luck. (laughs) So, I feel like we've done law of attraction pretty well today. I feel like we covered everything that we want to do. I guess my like sum up would be, I think that there are some really good points the law of attraction. Like I, I do feel like. There are merit in visualizations, in affirmations, in understanding your goals, writing your goals down every day. That's something I've been doing because I, I read a book earlier on in the year that said write down your goals every day, and I have been, and I've been working towards them. So for me, that's been working out pretty well. But um I obviously believe, like yourself, that there are some very negative aspects to it as well. On you know ones that are not realistic and ones that shouldn't necessarily be used and understood and believed in as I know a lot of people do. I do want to
1: say I feel like I've been saying my views as facts a lot this episode but I'd like to say these are just my views like if you just how I view the world if like you 100% believe law of attraction works and it works for you more power to you I'm not trying to deny your reality and say mine's right I can only say how like I view the world and how I interpret these things from my experiences and what I believe
0: I think that we can only do that right you know, yeah. our own our reality is our reality we can't speak for anybody else's we can only speak for our own and um, yeah I've enjoyed this I've enjoyed talking to you I feel like this is the one that we haven't come to blows on it obviously because that would be silly but like we have come to quite a a difference sort on of opinion on some of the facts in here
1: yeah, it's been a good episode. Um, I have had fun.
0: Me too. What do you want to do next time? Uh, I kind of want to go down the more magical, mystical route again. I feel like we've done a lot of stuff that's grounded in reality a lot recently. So I don't, I don't know if you feel the same, but I kind of want to do yeah. a bit more magical occulty.
1: That sounds good to me. Maybe we could do. Hold on.
0: Do you want me to get my list out? I have got the list.
1: Yes, yeah, thinking something like in wicker or. Pagan or... Ooh, that know. sounds
0: good. It's
1: such a big topic. and I know. Because obviously we're not going to be able to be like Wicker into Amazon. And then... <laughs> like, and now we've covered this topic.
0: Quite a lot to get into, isn't it? God, I have so many notes. Big book. Got a whole thing on tarot, apparently. God, I great. so much for tarot. Podcast! And the sigils. Nice. <laughs> that so much nice. Um, so... Chaos Magic, Law of Assumption, Tarot, Tea Leaves, Occult References and Music, Astrology. Most of these, well, yeah, most of these we have actually already done. Crystal Balls, Occult Conspiracies, Subliminal Music, breath work, and Yoga, Left Hand v. Right Hand Magic, Occult Influences, Occult in the Cosmics. Oh, no, Occult in Comics, uh, Chakras, done that, Kabbalah, done that.
1: Drug something, the occult. Satanism. True pit coffee. Let's
0: look into Satanism. Yeah? Yeah, like
1: the different types of Satanic church.
0: Uh,
1: like, there's three different ones, the different tenets of them. Like, what what is I know one believes in chaos magic and magic in general and two don't or two possibly do.
0: Oh my God, okay. Um,
1: Different Satanic Bibles. Yeah.
0: Satanism. Sounds good. I feel like it's a good one that we could like sort of focus on because uh, like early on, you know, because I feel yeah. like it's one of those sort of like pillar episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good point. Excellent. And then you said about a book club episode.
1: Yeah. And then so the whole thing that got me curious into the occult in general, where before I was like, la 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 la, I hate people who believe in magic <laughs> and I, you know, it's all dumb. But then I read Grant Morrison's Invisibles, which absolutely changed my life and really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And is Grant Morrison still to this day my favourite comic writer? Um, And I want Kaz to read the comics because a lot of the topics we've been covered are in the comics. And I think it would be an interesting experience to talk about.
0: Amazing. I don't... We had to sort of like sit down and work out where this could fit into each other because I believe that like the Satanism one could definitely do with like Many, many episode. episodes, yeah, yeah exactly probably. to go along with it. But then, um, I'd love to do a book club episode because I feel like we often do read the same source material, um, when it comes to these episodes, not by choice, we just happen to do that, um, because we generally go for like what's the 101 book in X yeah. topic, um, and then we both end up on the same source material. But it would be really nice to sort of like go for a, a, a book club and both read it together or not you know separately and then come together and then say hey this is what i thought about this book yeah and yeah i'm interested in hearing about the grant morrison stuff because that's something you me- mentioned in the very first episode in chaos magic yeah about grant morrison so yeah he
1: totally changed my life reading invisibles
0: Ooh.
1: and i would say he's my favorite author ever so it'd be interesting to talk about especially because it's like what opened my consciousness to like this so many years ago back when i was like a young thing of 21 a wee thing yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Oh, great. Wow, thanks everyone for listening. This has been a very long episode. I feel like we haven't had a very long, like, long episode like this in such a long time. We need it. to
1: hit, like, the Instagram. Uh, we have an Instagram.
0: We do have an Instagram. It's Journey Into the Strange, all one word. And
1: please five star this on whatever thing and write a review if you can.
0: Yeah, Spotify if you can, or, like, other things. Rate, review, subscribe. I think that's what they say, isn't it?
1: When and, um,.
0: Yeah. and you can email us at strange at gmail.com
1: this has been Ralph
0: this has been Kaz
1: and enjoy being strange
0: enjoy being strange I love that we should make that a thing yeah
1: why not I have to go to Toronto
0: bye